everybody. Welcome back to Junior Funners, episode 39. Um, we, uh, yeah, we just passed the, uh, the, the 38 episode mark. So that's one episode for every match in a Premier League season. Um, so I guess the next milestone will be 52. And that'll be, you know, one for each week of the year. Um, which technically we should have already passed. Uh, I think that we've been doing this for, I don't know, nearly 18 months now. Um, maybe even longer than that. Anyway, um, this is Junior Funners podcast about Arsenal and football and other nonsense. And uh, it's uh, brought to you by us, the fun boys. And uh, that's me. I'm Ollie. And it's Lawrence. Hey, listeners. <laughs> adopted a wacky DJ persona Whoa. for this week. We're all very excited about. Um, Wehehe, indeed. Um, but there's nothing wehehe about being an Arsenal fan at the moment. So, with that in mind, we'll get into our first segment Arsenal News. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, we talked last week about how difficult it was going to be if we uh, didn't get a result in the North London derby. And uh, lo and behold, you know, we weren't wrong. No, the the, the only positive was that uh, we didn't lose by at least four or five. Um, Mm. You know. I mean, I'm, I'm trying. I, I, I've got to try be the uh, positive. Just try to be positive. Uh, we had lots of the ball. <laughs> uh, we yeah. We had lots of crosses. Uh, Forty-four crosses. Um, Which is none insane. of them. None of them was hardly none of them was success, successful. But uh, that's not the point. No. Uh, um, I think what, we had two attempts on target during the whole match. Yeah. I think was that was that what it ended like, up being? A, an Aubameyang header and a Lacazette header was about it. As highlights of match of the day. Yeah. Uh yeah. yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Pretty, pretty embarrassing. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the main difference. I mean, really, what it comes down to is that they have uh, Spurs have two world class uh, informed strikers uh, that you know that that are on fire right now and uh, we don't yeah that's kind of you know their two goals came from two moments well i mean the, the first the son goal was just a moment of absolute fucking there's no way you can legislate for that i mean it was just a, a moment of just brilliance i mean it's you know had it not been against arsenal it'd be you know it would be the yeah. kind of thing it'd be great to watch over and over again um probably i, I would say it can easily a, it probably goal of the month a contender for goal of the season um, for for Son with that that first goal, um, and yeah, the second goal also very very good. Um, just uh, nothing, nothing that can really be done against uh, Son and Kane when they combine in that way. Um, uh, yeah, it shouldn't have counted because Party was off the field. It should it shouldn't have counted. They should have kicked the ball out. Yeah, that <laughs> that was weird. That was it's sort of one of those things where it's like. Uh, I'd rather you'd not be so like honest, you know, like, you know, he's sort of trying to do the right thing by trying to come off the field because he's injured. And it's just like, no, fuck it. Like, just, just, just go down. Just, yeah. 
just sit on the pitch and then yeah. the referee will have to stop the game. Like just don't mm. don't because it meant that we were there was a big hole through the you know yeah. central through the center of the pitch. Jacker was kind of left on his own, which is never a good idea. Just all the way up the um, pitch, leaving loads of space between the defense and the midfield. Just yeah, that's what Mourinho just loves—a nice big gaping hole in the middle. Yeah, it's the the, the goatsy method. Yeah, uh, I believe it's called a big gaping hole. Um, yeah. So that, and then you know, after we went two nil down, it was just sort. Of, I mean, going two nil down against the Mourinho side, it's it's just you know the way that he plays. Uh, that's it. You know, bus parked and. Good luck. I mean, you know, we <laughs> huffed and puffed, but as we've talked about before, all we've really got in our uh, in our you know bag of tricks there is lots of speedy wing play and crosses that just yeah. don't go anywhere. Um, so plenty of that. Mm. Um, but yeah, nothing really. It, 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 Spurs looked pretty comfortable. Yeah, uh, from that point on, um, and yeah, we didn't. It's weird because we didn't play terribly like we played some fairly attractive football but again a real lack of shots on target and uh, any kind of goal threat whatsoever um it's just yeah real real bummer and then also the, on top of that you know Thomas Partey went off injured having just come back from injury um yeah that's that's another uh, another another blow um so yeah another uh Another roller coaster of a week uh, yeah. in the life of an Arsenal fan, having having won so convincingly in the Europa League a few days before. Um, uh, yeah, it all kind of came down to earth with a with a wallop on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, so you feel like you're just repeating the same thing every week. It's uh, we we push so many men forward, we leave all kinds of space yep. in the, at, at the back, and. You know, it's the same thing that happened with Wolves. You know, just you, you leave yourself yeah. so vulnerable uh, to to any anyone who's got an ounce of pace. You just, <clears throat> yeah, yes, yeah, uh, definitely. It's uh, it's it's bloody it, irritating. Yeah, when we keep making the same mistakes every week. You know, it's what is yeah, what is our it is getting what, pretty old. What is Arteta doing? Uh, have the players completely lost faith in him now? What's going on? Is there something going on? Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's yeah, it, it, it's because again, you know, in the Europa League, everything lit- literally couldn't be better. Yeah. You know, we've won every single match by at least three goals. Um, we got goals throughout the team. You know, players all throughout the squad are scoring um, on a regular basis in the Europa League. Um, we look a lot more creative, playing with a lot more freedom. Uh, and then just when it comes to the weekend, it, all of that seems to evaporate. All of that sort of, all that kind of good, all the, you know, all the good vibes, all the confidence, everything yeah. just disappears when it gets to, uh, to, to Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I hope the good news, um, is that Gabriel Martinelli seems to be recovering? He played during the week in a under twenty ones or under something like that under twenty ones game. I think yeah, under twenty threes maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think he played forty five minutes, I believe, um, which is yeah very encouraging. Um, 
And we also saw last week in the Europa League, we also had um, first matches back for a very long time for Pablo Mari, who also managed to get yeah. to get a goal. Um, I think he was... He played. What he played like fifteen minutes of the first match back after the lockdown against yeah. Man City, and then immediately got injured. Um, and then Callum Chambers, who's been out for f- fully twelve months. You know, he's not played since December of last year. Um, also uh, played uh, uh, in the um, in the Europa League uh, last week. I mean, speaking of which, you know, as we as we record this, we're about an hour away from kickoff in our, our final uh, group match. In the Europa League, I mean, you know, we've long since qualified, but yeah, we're playing away to Dundalk. Um, just looking through the lineup here, uh, another game for for Runnison uh, in goal. Uh, Chambers and Mari both start, which is very good. Uh, good to see. Uh, we've got Mustafi and Cedric uh, rounding out the back four, and we've got a, 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 a I believe a first start for Emil Smith Rowe. I think it's the first time he started a game. I know he came on as a sub uh, last week. Um, we got Ainsley Maitland Niles, Mohamed El Neni back in the, the starting lineup. Uh, Joe Willock, Eddie Nketiah, and uh, Nicholas Pepe uh, rounding out the, uh, the starting eleven. So, yeah, um, a fairly strong team. Uh, yeah, clearly, I mean, you know, it'd be nice to end on a hundred percent record with you know maximum amount of points, maximum amount of wins. Um, considering that, <laughs> considering that winning the Europa League might be our only route into Europe for next season. Just yeah. thinking ahead, because. Based on current trends, it would appear that Arsenal are going to be battling it out to finish, I don't know, 10th this season. Yeah. Um, certainly, I mean, you know, I mean, top four is is way, way off. You know, we've kissed that goodbye a long time ago, you feel. Um, but yeah, Europa League spots, maybe. I don't know. There's a lot of teams that are going to be competing for that um, this season. So yeah, hopefully we can win the Europa League and stay in Europe that way. Yes. Um I was going to try and make a uh, uh, one of those uh, comparisons, like how, where where were United this time last year because they finished third, but they sort of struggled early on in the season last season. Yeah. So I was trying to make a comparison whether well, Man United, you know, they weren't doing very well. This I'm trying to let's just I'm trying to like let's try let's try to grasp some kind of uh, yeah. positivity. Um. um Maybe just you know, it's a, it's it's a marathon, not a sprint. Uh, it's uh, true, yeah. Um, anything could happen. I feel like you know, this is our worst uh, start to the it league is. season since was it nineteen eighty one or something? Eighty one, and um, worst league start in nearly forty years, which is yeah. uh, insane to think about. Um, there are people, yeah. I saw logging for Emery back. Like, fuck off! <laughs> like, no, no way! Stop it! Like, I know, uh, I know, yeah. I've been, I've been a bit, um, tear out, but you know, it's kind of, I'm just, I'm kind of, in sort of somewhat joking, but at the same time, I'm very frustrated, I'm very angry, and yeah, uh, I mean, it is like I said, it's getting very old. Um, it is, you know, we there's only like we come on to do this podcast once a week, and it, it's. The same, the same thing it's every week. Pretty much, it's the same pattern. Yeah, we talk about how well we did in the Europa League and then how poorly we did in the league, um, and then which players are still injured. That's that's it. Does it just give us give us something else, Mikel? Fucking hell! Yeah, and I was I was trying to think of um, anyone who who I'd rather have who's available, and it's like, well, I thought of sorry, just 
solely on the fact that in terms of um, playing style, he was very similar to Wenger. But defensively, yeah. still, he was very, you know, very weak defensively, not very good. So, and I was, also, he seems a bit of a uh, yeah, cha- bit of a grump. Yeah. He seems a bit difficult to get along with. A chain smoker, and so you, you don't want. A, yeah. I don't think Arsenal would want. A, well, I don't. Like, you know, well, I don't. We had plenty of smokers at the club before. You know, we had Jack Wilshire. You know, he, he loved yeah. to he loved to, to to smoke them. Um, you know, makes him makes him cool. Yeah. If nothing else, uh, yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know how. I think you're right. Tactically, sorry could potentially be a good fit, but I feel like he it wouldn't take him long to fall out mm. with some quite key players. Yeah. Um, Web, so, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, that, that could be a risk. I mean, <laughs> and Chelsea putting his putting his history aside. I mean, Pochettino isn't working at the moment. You yeah. know, I mean, who wouldn't want him one. at their club? Yeah, that was the other one. Even though he's like not necessarily, he's more like, I guess you could say more like a kind of like Mourinho in a sense. He's very likes to organise his defence and mm. play on the counter a bit more. But maybe that's maybe that's what we'll need now. Like maybe playing all out open attacking football, just leaving ourselves so vulnerable on the counter attack. Maybe we'll have to go for another, uh, you know. <laughs> I heard that. Someone like come through on the recording. Then. Someone's a bit more, uh, I don't know, more balanced, I guess, like Pochettino, someone who's. Yeah, I mean, Pochettino, I mean, it, 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 that style of playing where you're sort of organised defensively and then play on the counter is something that Arsenal have yeah. managed to do in big games uh, in the last season or so. You know, Arteta did manage to set them up to do that you think like that you know the the FA Cup semi-final against Man City you know that's that's pretty much what they were doing for long long stretches of that game um so i think it yeah it, it's I, it would be good for arsenal to adopt some more of that into their game and basing the entire ethos of the club around it i i don't know but i mean you know it is it, it that would clearly be a step in the right direction to have that as an option um I mean, in terms of other managers that are out of work, uh, we got Nigel Adkins, um, mm. who, yeah. uh, let me just see if I can bring this up. Um, so on Twitter, he's doing some sort of advent calendar type thing. I don't really understand what it is, but so today is December the 10th. And um, it's it, this is what Nigel Adkins has to say about the number 10, I guess. Well, everyone, trust you well. Thursday morning, day number 10. It's going to be a top 10 day. Top 10 films. One of my favourite ones was Tom Cruise in Top Gun. Really enjoyed that. I'm really looking forward to the new one that's going to be released soon. Again, many great films we've had to watch over the years. Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible has always been good ones. James Bond films, 007. And The Greatest Showman. I like that one. The Greatest Showman was a good film. Many films over the years. Christmas time. And the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang with the child catcher used to frighten us. One of my favourite ones over Christmas was The Great Escape, Steve McQueen, the Cooler King. He's escaped from the prisoner war camp, ends up getting caught, put in the cooler, and he gets his baseball and he bounces it against the wall on the floor. Bubble, bubble, bubble. And what he was doing is giving him time to reflect on how he's got caught and to plan how he wants to escape again. Great film. But again, make it a top 10 day. Top 10 films. Top 10 songs, top 10 books, top 10 things about your mum and dad. Top, it's going to be a top 10. 
so um, that kind of goes on for another minute or so. Um, <laughs> and I mean, I feel like that gives a bit of an insight into what the dressing rooms must have been like, what the halftime team talks must have been like uh, for, you know, Hull and Southampton and Reading in the past. I mean, what you can't see, uh, obviously, you know, on the, the podcast is that while he's sort of uh, just naming different films that he can think of, um, his eyes are wide open and he, I, as far as I can tell, he doesn't blink. Um, he, like, he's just sort of like, um, it's, it's like he's had a bunch of like cocaine sprinkled on his ready break or something. He is just, he's just, uh, kind of manic. And, um, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe being out of work is just sort of, uh, lit a fire under him to become some kind of motivational speaker or something. Um, but yeah, Nigel Atkins, man. Um, hope he's doing okay. That was a great, almost Ron Manager-esque stream of consciousness of uh, yeah. <laughs> small boys in the park. I mean, I... Oh, what's the score? 17-12. Yeah. Mother's cooking the tea. <laughs> yeah, uh, rubbing the ball in dog muck, making your friend head it. Um, yeah, it, 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 just the the... Like I said, the fact that he's just reeling off different films he can think of, um, and then after that, I mean, after that little clip I played there, he then starts going into this uh, tangent about Frank Worthington, um, and yeah, man, it's um, yeah. I anyway, I came across that clip because of the accidental partridge Twitter account, as as you might expect, um, because it is that is uh, very spectacularly partridge esque. Um, but yeah, maybe they can get him at Arsenal. You know, I'm sure he. I mean. I, can't imagine, can't imagine it costs very much. Yeah, um, he would certainly uh, contribute to this already clown show <laughs> at, at Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one more clown for the clown car. I think uh, he would be good, yeah. maybe at like press conferences when if Arteta doesn't, if Arteta what didn't want to do with the uh, press conference, just bring him on. He could just. Talk yeah, it's kind of like when you go on a picnic and uh, you leave one little uh, cake for the wasps. You know, you, you just put, <laughs> you just put as an offering. Yeah, yeah. You, put, you put that one there for them. And, yeah, um, so they don't go near the rest of the food. Yeah. You know, you just sort of uh, yeah, as as like a, an offering to nature, as it were. Um, yeah. You get like a yeah, really high uh, sugary cake. You know, it's just like a just like a meringue or something. <laughs> Well, that'll be but, um, yeah. yeah. In all seriousness, though, I th- yeah. Again, I think it's a bit premature for for our tatter out talk just yet. But uh, yeah, I'm with you. Starting to lose patience because it is. Uh, it just feels like there's no uh, change or improvement. Like it doesn't feel like we're getting close to anything good. Um, mm-hmm. It just feels like it's the same thing every week, um, which is. Uh, alarming. So yeah, that's uh, that's Arsenal stuff. And there's nothing else to uh, really. We talked about the players that are coming back from injury, which is good. Um, uh, what was the other thing? Well, that we, we can needed? we could do our usual make fun of Man United <laughs> for going out of uh, Euro- Champions League. <laughs> yeah, now you're down here with us. Welcome to Europa League. It, I mean, yeah. 
it has been funny to watch uh, uh, the 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 sheer amount of Man United fans on Twitter talking about uh, oh Thursday club you play football on Thursday uh, you know. I saw United Trey uh, tweet, good morning to everybody whose club plays in the Champions League. And then it's like literally at the end, the, the end of that day. He what had a to, troll. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I got, yeah, I mean, that's, I suppose there's two big stories there in terms of Man United. It, 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 there's, you know, what a huge flex by, uh, by Mino Rayola to <laughs> basically tank, potentially tank Man United's entire season. Yeah. I mean, you know, like the, the day before, their most important match of the season so far. Um, he just suddenly announces that Pogba needs to leave and that he's desperately unhappy there. Um, and then lo and behold, that you know they end up losing a must-win match. Well, they needed to. It wasn't even a must-win, was it? They needed a, a point, I think, to qualify. Yeah. Um, against against Leipzig, um, and despite a a sort of a, a late comeback, um, they still lost, and so now. Like you said, Lawrence, they're down here in the muck with, with the rest of us in the Europa League, playing on Thursday nights. Uh, 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 it's hilarious. I like how they, um, they all. Uh, we were. We, we should I mention his name? We all know who I'm talking about. But he, you know, one day he's yeah. like Ole out, and then the next day he's like, I never said I was Ole out. I'm just, I'm just pointing out where he's gone wrong. Uh, but I never said yeah. I was Ole out, even though every other tweet uh, that precede, precedes that is just how bad Ollie is and uh yeah how he should be playing this player instead of that player yeah. and then when he does play that player it's it's still not good <laughs> or like yeah it's yeah i never i never said Ollie out people people with their agendas the agendas yeah. are so real sick of the it's agendas like, uh, you don't you don't know what any of that means um <laughs> yeah man fuck uh, yeah so the, i mean yeah like i said huge uh demonstration of power by by Rayola there to um just psychologically terrorize united um into into losing a must win match and you know meaning they miss out on uh quite a lot of uh potential revenue i mean the the difference in prize money between um the difference in prize money you know match for match in the champions league to the europa league is like it's like 10 times as much in the Champions League as it is in the Europa League. Yeah. Um, and obviously where fans aren't allowed in the stadium, you know, United have got the, it, they've got the the biggest, I mean, obviously besides Wembley, they've got the biggest stadium in the, the UK, haven't they? I think it's, what is it, like 70, something yeah. thousand? Yeah, something. Um, like the highest capacity stadium or whatever. Um, so yeah, where fans haven't been allowed in the stadium, they're obviously hurting from that, you know, from from all the gate receipts and whatever. Um, so yeah, I think they were probably banking on staying in the Champions League for at least a little while longer. Uh, but um, yeah, they've 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 fucked it. They've done an Arsenal and they've they've, they've fucked it. Banced themselves into a bin. Although to be fair, doing an Arsenal would mean getting uh, to the knockout stages at least before fucking it up. We yeah. never went out in the group stages. I don't. I don't believe. Pretty sure we always qualified from the group. Yeah, I th- I've, it's been a long time since we were in the Champions League. I think it must have been at least five years. Yeah, we've always usually qualified for the next round at least, but we always came I up against was- Bayern Bar- and Bar- Barcelona. Yeah. That- <laughs> That, but that was one of those records that was like, you know, we hmm. we qualified for the Champions League for however many years in a row consecutively. 
And then I think within that, we went like 15, 14 or 15 seasons in a row, uh, getting to at least the knock at the first knockout stage. Um, you know, as time went on, it was mainly just to the knockout stage and no further, but still at least we, uh, yeah, like I said, at least we made it through the group. Um, but anyway, yeah, it'd be fun to, uh, to be, uh, probably playing against Man United at some point in the Europa League. Um, I mean, if we end up losing to them, that'll be a, a massive humiliation. But uh, I don't know. Being that they're one of the few teams we have won against this season, um, not really worried about that. Yeah. It'll always be a laugh. I'll enjoy it. I, at this point, you're just like, what can you do? It's not It's not good for your health to just constantly... You have to laugh. You have to laugh. You have to you laugh. You have to just, you know, there's always Dixie's in and the next season and the next season it's football is always a a thing it, it, it never stays permanent for long it always changes one team's the top next they're at them they're not very good it's and a, then it's another team that takes it such as life it's like a it's 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 like a it's like a, a woman dying her hair you know never yeah. never stays the same for too long yeah uh, like it's, yeah. it's football um uh, yeah yep uh yep um yeah, so that's the. I, I, uh, what else in football? Um, we oh, um, Paolo Rossi passed away. The uh, Italian, uh, legendary Italian striker who uh, more or less single handedly won them the World Cup in 1982. I mean, we're talking about the 82 World Cup uh, last week with uh, Maradona passing. Um, so yeah, that's uh, another another sad loss for the world of football. Um, yeah. Anything else we need to talk about? I mean, I, I suppose in, on the Urzel thing for Arsenal, I did. Uh, I finally saw something in a gossip column linking him to a specific club. I can't. I think it might have been DC United, some American club, like in the MLS, are, uh, are, are sort of yeah. potentially interested in bringing him in in January. Um, which. I mean, just yeah, just to fucking put the whole thing to bed. Please, God, somebody take him off our hands. Yeah. I've heard Fenerbahce was another potential, but uh, yeah, his agent is saying like, oh, ninety percent sure that he will leave in January. Which you know, good, yeah. good, because I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> tired of yeah, uh, all the Özil stands can go away, and they don't have to pretend to be Arsenal fans anymore. And um, I d- yeah, it's uh, as we've as we've sort of discussed. It all stems from the fact that in, I think it's the it was the twenty fifteen sixteen season where he got nineteen assists, isn't it? Like that sort of yeah, that's always that. the thing that yeah. they point to, and it's just like, wow, he did that five years ago. Imagine what yeah. he could do if we give him another year. <laughs> like, it, it's, it's like, like with um, it, oh, so it's like with Fernando Torres when. Nobody wanted to admit that he just wasn't as good as he was after he got injured. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're really desperate for Fernando Torres to get back to the 2009-2010 Fernando Torres. I was just like, nah, thank you, happen. Yeah, as soon as he went to Chelsea, it was just like, was, the, was he ever good? Like, you know, you start mm. to question, like, it's like, well, I, I mean, we all saw it, right? I mean, you know, he, he did score all those goals. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, I don't know. I suppose Ozil's kind of part of that generation. He's probably on the uh, more younger side, maybe. But 
He's yeah, he would have just been coming through. Yeah, around 2010, he, he sort of came through as at the World Cup in South Africa, and then he went to Madrid. And then even after yeah. three years, they had enough of him, and they sold him to us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, he would have been, because he, he's 32 now, so yeah, he probably would have been yeah. on the sort of back then the, the younger side but yeah good lord um just please let us move on from this fucking fiasco um and just you know bring back Giroud bring back Ramsey and oh, yeah. you know I watched we'll uh, it'd be the good old days watch the uh, highlights of um <clears throat> Juventus v Barcelona the other night so man Ramsey was so good in that game like he did some mm. like lovely little uh Turn, I don't know what they call that. Isn't it? They call it like the Magidi spin or whatever. The Magidi. Um, mm. He's like, man, that guy's so good. Um, I've, <sighs> I, and they don't, they don't even, they don't even appreciate him there. They don't love him. They don't, yeah. they don't love him like we do. No, but yeah, he did. He did pretty well in that game. He's just like, but Barcelona are like, I like us at the moment. They're they're completely falling from. Uh, oh yeah, they're. It's a big, big old crock of shit. I mean, Madrid, yeah. Real Madrid barely qualified out of the group, didn't they? I mean, they they, like they finished top they somehow. To, somehow, Germany, yeah, it came down to their last match, and they somehow finished top. But yeah, there was there was a moment where it looked like yeah, they they weren't going to go through either. Mm. <sighs> they always find a way. That bloody yeah. Oh, I don't think they'll win it. I just think yeah, they're sort of getting on as well. You know, all, the, all those players. I think yeah, the average age of their squad's got to be uh, pushing on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Arsenal should bring yeah bring back Giroud on loan for the rest of the season. Bring back Ramsey on loan for the rest of the season, and then in the summer, you know, make some make some more concrete signings for the future. Because obviously, I think you know neither of those guys are going to be playing for <laughs> for that much longer. But come try, on, try to get do it. Hussemawar, or if he's too expensive, as Bosley because he looked quite good at Salzburg. So saw mm. um against uh Atletico Madrid the other day. Uh Zbozle looked pretty good. Probably the only decent player in that team now because everyone else has left. And uh yeah. yeah. Just uh yeah, pick the uh pick the bones clean of some some other European team and uh yeah, and then we'll be well on our way to uh yeah. finishing, you know, seventh or eighth. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, that's that's uh, that's about all the uh, football crap to talk about, isn't it? Um, More or less. <laughs> I yeah. think so. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll take a uh, a swift break. And then we'll be back uh, with more uh, more chit and more chat. And we are back. Uh, no quizzes this week because uh, uh, I've been busy and haven't had time to uh, either find one or concoct one. Um, so we're going to go straight into some cultural appropriation. And that's the cultural appropriation theme there. Um, so, yeah, this is the, uh, the, the bit of the show that we focus on uh, things away from football and uh, talk about things that we like that you might also like, whether it's uh, music or movies or telly or whatever. So uh, yeah, Lawrence, what are you, uh, what are you going to recommend for us this week? Um, 
this week I'd like to recommend uh, two things. Uh, um, <clears throat> Jimmy Eat World, uh, Bleed American. The album's called Bleed American, Jimmy Eat World. I really, really enjoy that record. I, 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 yeah, I don't know anything, I've, anything else Jimmy Eat World have done, but that album is that, um... it's from like 2000 or 2001. Uh, I th- oh, so is that that's what's the what was their big was it the middle? Yeah, is that on there? Yeah, and uh, what was the other one? Salt, sweat, sugar, or whatever it was called. So yeah, soft, sweet sugar on the asphalt. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's I think that's I think that song is called Bleed American, something like that. Anyway, it's a good album, Bleed American. Was it Bleed America or Bleed America? Oh. Can't remember now. I think it's Bleed America, but Bleed American. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, uh, let me uh, let me look it up. Uh, you keep and uh, the other night I was watching. It was on TV. Uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. I really liked that film. Oh yeah. Um, it's uh, that's a uh, it's a good Christmas movie. Um, yeah, I think. Well, I think it, yeah, it, doesn't, it actually takes place around Thanksgiving, doesn't yeah. it? I saw a lot of people talking about it a couple of weeks ago on Twitter because it's uh, technically it's a Thanksgiving movie, although a lot of people, just, you know, it's a it's a holidays movie, isn't it? Um, yeah. The album is indeed Bleed American. Uh, yeah. Came out in two thousand and one, so it's uh, insane to think that that is a, nearly a twenty year old album. Um, damn. I just yeah yeah. Um, Sweetness, that's the song I was thinking of. Yes. Sweetness, that's on there. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy World, good. Um, I remember seeing them opening for Green Day oh, in, yeah. uh, I think, 2005 is when they were touring American Idiot. They had, um, <laughs> they, yeah, they played at the, the Milton's Keen Mil- Milton's, Milton's Keen Bowl. Yeah. Um, it's a big outdoor amphitheater. And they had uh, Taking Back Sunday and Jimmy Eat World opening for them. And I think there was supposed to be like a third pop punk band opening. Um, may have been Simple Plan or something like that, but they dropped out. Uh, so to replace them, they got Hard Fi oh. uh, to uh, to be the opening act for Green Day. I don't know if uh, anybody remembers Hard Fi, yeah. But um, yeah, that went that went about as well as you'd expect. Um, they did a really quite shitty cover of Seven Nation Army, um, led by a, a, a like a melodica, um. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, very, very odd choice of uh, opening act. Um, but yeah, Jimmy Eat World were really good, and Taking Back Sunday were, were good, and yeah, Green Day obviously. That was in their in their sort of pomp and circumstance. It was yeah, it was a good show. Jimmy Eat World, folks, check them out. Bleed American, and uh, yeah, what was your other thing? Planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, I made a I made a joke on on the on the inter, on the social medias on the twitters that like uh, have the character have the guys in the in the planes, trains, and automobiles, not heard of uh, Uber and Airbnb, uh, <laughs> and someone, uh, someone yeah. did respond saying, "Like, please tell me this is a joke." And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always the best response to something to to something that is clearly a joke. People going like, "This must be a joke," or like, <laughs> "Are you serious?" Yeah, like the best is when someone like, especially when they frame it as a question, but then carry on uh being angry at you anyway like they'll be like this must be a joke right yeah. because blah 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 you know <laughs> just launch into this whole like rant at you even though it's like uh well 
yeah, obviously, cl- clearly, it's a joke. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah. Goddamn. I did. I didn't know what to, how to spawn, so I just ignored it because I'm a coward. I was like, uh, <laughs> eh. you won't. They didn't like you the tweets, so game, I wouldn't but you reply. don't. You won't. Yeah. You won't debate anybody in the marketplace no. of ideas. I I'm I'm a I don't know what they call those people who don't debate. Like I'm one of those people. Like I'm a I'm a. I like debating is Pacifist. such. Yeah, uh, debating is such a. It's such a nerd nerd. You, you don't debate. You, yeah, you, it's, it's you're, fucking stupid. I mean, it, yeah. yeah, it's pointless. It's just you know. Yeah. No one's no one's mind is going to get changed by it. You're just validating <clears throat> some other guy's stupid opinions about shit. Um. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. Planes, trains, and automobiles. I I. I haven't seen that for years. I'm trying to think. I I saw something with John Candy in it recently and just, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's it's a bummer that he's not uh, around anymore. He's such a fucking, just such a great screen presence, such a funny, funny guy, um, and just a really great kind of, I don't know, it's it, almost one of those guys that was just sort of like, if you see him come on screen, it was sort of like, no matter no matter the film, no matter what film it is that you're watching, you're just kind of like, oh, well, at least, you know, at least this will be good. At least this part will be good because yeah. John Candy's in it. Um, yeah, that guy rocked. Uh, I, yeah, I love the, um, the, <laughs> the bit of, the, uh, is it Brewster's Millions, that film with uh, him and Richard Pryor, where I think Richard, Richard Pryor has to like, he has to spend a bunch of money in order to inherit even more money, but he can't tell anybody why he's doing it. But like, him and John Candy play in like a minor league baseball team, and John Candy is like trying to psych out the opposition players. Like every time, every time the guy like misses the like swings and misses the ball, like John Candy's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. You must feel like a real big piece of shit, huh?" Like just stuff like that. It's like he was so good at doing that, just sort of saying like you know really mean stuff, but making it sound kind of charming and nice. That's uh, yeah. Damn. R.I.P. John Candy. Um. I'll recommend it. So at the moment, everybody is going. Uh, everybody's going absolutely cuckoo for the crown on Netflix. Um, everybody's everybody's talking about it. You're hearing it more and more. Uh, the crown on Netflix. They say uh, mm. the crown is on. The crown is on Netflix. Uh, they're, they're saying. Um, and uh, you know, if you want to, I would say that you know, as entertaining as it is to watch uh, an incredibly wealthy family behave appallingly to each other um there's a much better option uh if, if you're in the market for that type of thing um hbo's succession uh, which i recently watched all of um which i think is, is available it's in the uk i think it's on it's as as most hbo things are i think it's available through sky atlantic um yeah really great it's, yeah two seasons um it's uh, yeah about a uh a wealthy murdoch style family that own a media empire um and sort of who will take over from the uh, sort of aging patriarch played by uh, the brilliant Brian Cox. I mean, again, you know, talking about John Candy being like a kind of a, you know, one of those guys that you're always happy to see in something. Brian Cox, again, one of those dudes that always shows up in something and you kind of like, ah, okay, well this, it must be good because Brian Cox is in it. Um, He's absolutely fantastic. It's um, yeah. uh, Created by Jesse Armstrong, who was one of the, uh, one of the guys that co-created peep show. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, just a, a really, um, really great kind of, uh, <laughs> like I said, just, you know, a, a really great kind of show about, uh, a incredibly wealthy privileged family where everybody just 
behaves completely appallingly to each other. There's just constant uh, backstabbing and scheming and betrayal going on. Um, it's yeah, it's but yeah, often it's it's very very funny. Um, so yeah, check out Succession. Um, there, I, I well, I believe they were supposed to be shooting the third season earlier this year, but obviously, what with what with the COVID, uh, what with the the novel coronavirus COVID nineteen, um, they had to postpone that. So I believe season three is being shot in New York at the moment um, as we as we speak. But um, yeah, great show. Pretty much all of the uh, like all the awards that Shit's Creek didn't win this year, um, Succession did win, um, and it's easy to see why. I mean, yeah, the the writing in it is is so good, so snap. I mean, like the the title of the second episode is called Shit Show at the Fuck Factory. Um, which is just a brilliant that, turn of phrase. That describes Arsenal. Yeah, it's a, it is. It's absolutely a shit show at the fuck factory right now um, at the Emirates. It's a- um, and yeah, just fantastic performance. Jeremy Strong in particular is the um, the uh, the the son that is sort of uh, at the start of the show is primed to be taking over the company. Um, is is amazing because I mean it's it's a great performance. Um, but it, there's something that, not to spoil anything, but there's something that happens at the end of season one that his character sort of has to carry into season two. And his performance of that is just fantastic. You can see that it's it's with him in every single scene that he's in after it happens. It's, it's a really fantastic um, performance by, by Jeremy Strong. And I think, I'm pretty sure he won an Emmy for for uh, his performance of this this season just gone season two, um, yeah. And then you also got a bunch of other. You got Alan Ruck from um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, plays like the the eldest the eldest son. He's like a it's he's probably my favorite character. He's like a fifty year old fail son um, who's obviously where he's grown up very rich. He's uh, libert- kind of libertarian, but uh, yeah, it, it's there's there's like one scene where he tries to you know we're talking about debates and that, and he tries to challenge a there's a politician character that's sort of clearly loosely based on Bernie Sanders. Uh, it's played by Eric Bogosian and um, yeah, Alan Ruck's kind of libertarian dipshit son character tries to, uh, tries to debate with him and it's, um, it's, it's so good. It's so fucking good. So yeah, check out succession. Um, if you're, if you're bored of the, the crown or the crown's not your, not your cup of tea as they, as they probably say in the crown. I don't know. Um, that's disingenuous of me. I have seen the crown. They, they probably would say something like that because um, you know it's all it's all posh people in it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that's. Uh, I don't. I don't think I've got anything else to recommend. Um. Uh, there's no Bigfoot updates, is there? Uh, unfortunately, I'm not. Um. Yeah. I was I forgot I was gonna do a quiz when I uh oh well I did watch oh, yeah. I did rewatch it but I was like I can't remake really any quiz out of this this isn't gonna be very good oh well doesn't matter man we need yeah. content yeah so that, yeah that's that's it there's no quiz this week because Lawrence didn't do one so it's Lawrence's fault that the episode's yeah. short uh, yeah. so blame him um, <laughs> if you yeah if you're if you're mad at Lawrence sure, uh, send your I'm sure they all they've all been watching and uh, it just gives you an extra week to uh, watch it. So that, to revise, you know, oh, to revise. To bone up. I'm just, you know, giving you. I'm just. I'm one of those kind of. Uh, you know, I'm very laid back. Yeah, just, I'll give you another week. If you don't. Yeah, he's a cool teacher, man. Yeah, he's, man. you know, he's yeah. not like the. Uh, 
he's not like a strict disciplinarian like no. I am. You know, I'm a real yeah. hard ass because. Uh, you know, I was I was beaten as a child, and it, it didn't do me any harm. I, no. I turned out fine. Exactly. I turned out fine. Um, yeah. I say as I as I hug my Union Jack. Um, oh yeah, we didn't talk about the Millwall fans. Oh, yeah. Speaking of hugging the Union Jack, um, yeah, fuck Millwall fans. Yeah. Um, don't want to talk about them too much because that's exactly what they want us to mm. do. Um, but mm. yeah, I mean, as we've said before on this podcast, if you if you are like genuinely racist like if you're a proper died in the wool racist um you gotta find something else other than football man you, you're gonna have a real hard time with with football um because it's just it I, I don't know how you can reconcile the the two you know being a fan of, of football and uh being a, a genuine racist so you know, taking the knee before a match it is largely an empty corporate gesture at this point but it does you know it takes like five seconds and it does, yeah. it means something to some people. So it, who fucking cares really? Like what, who, I, I don't understand how you can have that much of a problem with it. So just fucking stop being such a baby, man. Like, yeah. If you're, if you're booing the taking of the knee, just fucking find something else to do. Become a, as we've said before, become a gamer, man. You know, they, <laughs> they love being racist. <laughs> Yeah. You'll have a fantastic time. You'll, you'll have find so you'll many have, more people to get on with. You'll have lots of cool people on Twitter, like uh, Emails Chung defending you, saying uh, exactly. <laughs> um, especially if you live in America for some reason, even though he has. Man, what a fucking weird dude. The man has never set foot outside of Malaysia. Like he <laughs> he lives in Malaysia, has lived there his entire life. But he'll he'll post stuff of like you know like pictures of like people uh, protesting or rioting in New York and be like this is De Blasio's New York. It's just like what the fuck do you care, man? Like you're you've never been there and you're never gonna go there. Like why do you care so much? Um, yeah, but yeah, become a gamer. You can complain about the the penis options in Cyberpunk. You know that seems to be what everyone online is doing right now. <laughs> Uh, like there's, I was surprised there's that, that glitch is an, an the, option every game. That's really there's that there's that glitch where the guy's uh, dick just uh, clips through his trousers. So it's like, <laughs> have you seen that the no, the, no. <laughs> the video of that someone no. posted? It's like he's like uh, he's picked out all the clothes and stuff for his character, but for some reason it's like the animation as though it's still on the penis choosing screen. So his penis just keeps poking out of the jeans that his character's wearing. It's uh, yeah, very very funny. Um, is this is this? Oh, there's also a. Um, is this a oh, game sorry, that like? Is this a game that's got like? Is everyone hating on this game, or is it like just another like? You know, just a joke. I don't know. As as I understand it, it's because it was in development for ages, and it's been delayed at least a couple of times um, before it, you know, finally finally got released this week. Um, so. You know, there's a bunch of gamers that are sort of just virulently defending it from any type of criticism whatsoever. Um, and But there's also a bunch of people that are just inevitably disappointed that it can't possibly deliver on the amount of hype. I think also part of the problem is that it's um, they've released it across so many different platforms, yeah. I guess because it's taken so long, um, that the quality of the gameplay and the like the playability of it varies 
wildly depending on what you're playing it on. So I think, you know, if you if you're again, this is just based on what I've picked up from from tweets, but if you're playing it on like a gaming PC or a, P, a PS5, I think it's okay, but it's also come out for like PS4 and Xbox 1, and I think those versions are apparently um pretty dog shit. Uh, they you know just take forever to load and there's just loads of glitches right off the bat and stuff like that. So um yeah, I think it's just a, an overambitious uh thing that hasn't quite come off even though you know even though they got Keanu Reeves playing the main guy in it and the the plot seems to be basically Johnny Mnemonic from what I can understand. <laughs> um but yeah, yeah, I think I'll run the jewels to do a song for the soundtrack as well. So I mean, that's that's pretty cool. But um, yeah, I mean that yeah that that seems to be that seems to be a move that a lot of uh, sort of weird franchises make now. You know, if 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 they're in doubt and they need some credibility, uh, just get run the jewels to do a song. You know, they did it, FIFA did it um, mm. with FIFA seventeen, I think. Uh, they had a song on that stupid Venom movie that came out a couple of years ago. Um, it's really funny actually because that that Venom movie has a, a complete dog shit Eminem song at the end over the credits <laughs> where he's like Venom, 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 you know he's doing that that thing that he does on every song now. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's so bad. But then like immediately after that in the credits, there's a much better Run the Jewels song. It's kind of like oh wow. So they could have had like a good song over the end credits, but they went for Eminem. Never mind. Um, so yeah, Cyberpunk 2077, folks. Uh, we will probably continue to speculate on that as I'm going to go out on a limb and say neither of us will ever play it. No. I don't play no. modern games. I, I, I'm an old man. I, my, my games are limited to just Doom, Quake, and... Jedi Outcast. Doomquake. And Doomquake and Jedi Outcast and Pez. Mm. <laughs> oh, the occasional <laughs> Tomb Raider game. I get it. That's about it. I d- yeah, unless unless Cyberpunk comes out on the Switch, I, I doubt I'm uh, yeah. I doubt I'm gonna gonna ever play. All it. these big um, games are all kind of waste of money. Like it's, it's like stupid. Yeah, I mean it's that's stupid. the 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 industry is kind of it seems to be sort of designed that way. I mean, it, it, it's weird that video games have always cost the same amount, no matter what, you know, they would like a, a brand new video game has always been about 50 quid, isn't it? Like it, it's, yeah. Uh, and so like you pay that much to get the game, but like now so much of games is ra- uh, wrapped up in DLC, you know, DLC and, and pay to yeah, play unlockable stuff. Online. And, yeah. Transactions. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. Yeah, all of Luke these scams Crates. and stuff to just kind of, uh, yeah. Basically, yeah, like pay, mm. paying your way ahead in the game um, so that you don't have to play it properly. Uh, so, it, I, yeah, it, that's just how that that type of, I guess that's just how that type of prestige game works now. Not that, again, not that I really know anything about vi- video games or how that shit works, but it's just, just from an outsider's point of view, that seems to be how they uh, how they work it. Um so yeah that's that was the uh, that was the cyberpunk rant um tune in again uh, next week and maybe we'll be ranting about uh, another video game uh, there's is there a new there's that new call of duty with the weird uh, Ronald Reagan uh mm. in it isn't there like the photorealistic yeah. Reagan uh for some reason 
and he's he's a good guy in it as well, which is funny. That's very funny. I'm a, I'll have to look it up because the Call of Duty games again. It's like they're all kind of it's the uh, the single player mode is all kind of the same. So everyone no one cares about the campaign mode. It will just play online. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, and they're sort of aimed squarely at like Goldbridge type blokes, yeah. aren't they? Really, you know, it, it's it's just those sorts of. It's those sorts of dullards that this this crap is aimed at. So it, it's yeah, it's not an intellectual game like Pokemon Shield, no. for example, or uh, like, the, like the type of games that I play. Chicken Run on PS One. Yeah, <laughs> I got that. You're game. on a real Chicken Run kick. Yeah, uh, the well, last few I, weeks. The problem is we've been watching it like every every time <laughs> I have family round because I have my family round and he likes to watch Chicken Run because he's he loves this. <laughs> Oh, so, uh, it's in hard rotation because of, uh, yeah. If, yeah, it's difficult when you've got like, a yeah, little kid like that. They, they just I, want to watch the I same really, thing over and over again. We watch uh, Chicken Run, Secret Life of Pets, uh, the Toy Story. Oh, man. All the all those things. I think I'd, I've seen I've seen the second Secret Life of Pets. Yeah, yeah that's what uh, we got. And, uh, it felt like to yeah, me, I was like, yeah, this ain't that good for me personally. I think. Yeah. Uh, it's like so disjointed. The story. It's like this is just like everything. All the cliches that you get in, uh, um, you know, kid CGI movies those, now. Those like, Pixar, they've, they've yeah, DreamWorks type movies. They've all got to have like one character that's like got to do a rap song at the end or something, or like. It's just I was going to so say yeah, like as as with <clears throat> as with most films uh, these days, uh, your feelings on it sort of will largely hinge on how much you enjoy listening to Kevin Hart screaming. Yeah. <laughs> like most films that come out, it's like, if you're on board for Kevin Hart, just screaming and shouting, then you're going to have a great time. Um, if you struggle with that, that it, yeah, it's going to be a little bit tougher, but yeah, there is a really quite, uh, awful moment at the end of that film where he does, uh, it's, it's Panda, isn't it? It's Panda by, um, designer that yeah. inexplicably his character does a, a version of, I, you know, just apropos of nothing, it's just sort of thrown in there, I guess, for any teens that might be watching. Kids, I, kids I don't must know. think it's that's hilarious. A uh, oh, little rabbit is rapping, it's hilarious. Yeah, the, the movie itself, I yeah. was like, uh, jokes aren't particularly funny. <laughs> I would, personally, I wouldn't recommend it. But, you know, he, he, he just, yeah. 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 yeah, that 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 kind of uh, yeah, that sucked really bad. That that bit at the end. Also, there's a I, something else that sticks out is that there is a oh what which song is it? There's an absolute dog shit cover of like a classic song, and I can't remember on on the soundtrack because I remember it comes up like near the end. I think it might be "Lovely Day" by uh, Bill Withers. Yeah, there's like a just an absolute fucking shitty ass like it you know it sounds like it's from a tiktok challenge or something not to sound like a you know not to sound like the world's oldest man but it sounds like it's from like a tiktok challenge or something um and there's like a a, what i assume is like one of those rainbow haired rappers doing like an auto-tune kind of thing on it um it, yeah, it's it's that that sticks. That's the only other thing that sticks in my mind from that movie because it it got to the end credits and I was like, it took a second for me to realize what it was because I was like, man, this sounds awful. This this song sounds horrible, 
and then obviously it gets to the chorus and it you know it gets to the sort of the more the most recognizable part of the song uh, when it gets to the chorus and I was just like oh surely not surely th- oh my god this is uh, unbearable so that song's been yeah that's a big thumbs down for Secret Life of Pets too. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that song's been, yeah. every advert's got to have. Yeah, I, like uh, so many. Yeah. I think it, it was it was used to uh, to great effect in uh, Peter Kay's Phoenix Nights when it sort yeah, of, that's a- I feel like they, <laughs> they sort of sent that up a little bit when yeah. <laughs> when Jerry's uh, driving to the club and he, he's listening to it on the radio singing along to himself and they put that speed trap outside so he just suddenly breaks and then just like... <laughs> He breaks so hard that he like busts his, his nose yeah. on the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's the best. Uh, have I recommended Damn. Phoenix? Oh, that's, I haven't rewatched that in so long. That was a funny ass show. The best. Yeah. Well, um, we're about five minutes away from uh, kickoff for the uh, the Arsenal Dundalk match. Uh, we'll see you on the other side. The other side being next week after we've played this match and oh. We we got to play Burnley this weekend. Yeah. I mean, do you want to do you dare make a prediction oh, on how we're going to well, do in that? I don't want to tempt fate again. Ah, we, we, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say nil nil. Yeah, because we're playing <laughs> we're playing at home. Uh, there will be some fans there, uh, but it's Burnley. So yeah, I'm going to say that, yeah. Between us and but we probably have about the same amount of goals as Burnley this season. Yeah. I'm guessing. Um, like Son Yeo so, Min has yeah. the same nil nil written all over it for me. Son Yeo's a statistic. Son Yeo Min has the most yeah. the same number of goals as Arsenal as a team. That's great, great stuff. Yeah, which is just fucking hell, man. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, nil nil written all over it. I reckon. Um, happy to be proven wrong as long as it results in three points for Arsenal, which it fucking should. Really, I mean, Jesus Christ, it's Burnley. Um, but yeah, whatever. You know, we'll be back to talk about all the same bullshit next week, probably. Uh, other than that, yeah, if you want to uh, voice your displeasure at the lack of a, uh, a Bigfoot quiz this week, email us at juniorfunners at gmail.com and uh, just let Lawrence have it. Or you can tweet at him uh, for him to ignore, like you did with that other person. Yeah, uh, I'm a real dick online. online. <laughs> I, don't talk to don't come near me if you don't yeah, like they, if you don't like the post I ain't gonna respond the king of sting <laughs> I have my rule if you don't go like if, you, I'm gonna get a tattoo of that don't like the post don't respond yeah um, <laughs> if the, the general, club fits you must quit don't like the post of, you must not respond general rule of, of being online you like it and then respond don't just you're not gonna it's like the my poster's post. creed you're not gonna follow Boy. me you're not going to follow? Anyway. <clears throat> yeah. The the poster's burden. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. IB Online, that's Lawrence. I'm at Ollie Munster. Uh, the podcast is at Junior Funners. If you want to follow the uh, podcast itself on Twitter, and we're also on Facebook. Uh, yeah. Tell your friends or tell your enemies if you don't like us. <laughs> that's a funny joke I just came up with. All right. Anyway, bye. <laughs>